0: All right, so it's a, it's a little bit of an issue. You know, sukkah, is, uh, it's a big yontif, you know, it's a very, very big yontif. And the problem is that in terms of, like, getting ready for it, most of the shiurim and the thinking, it's about Rosh Hashanah of Kippur, and then, like, just all of a sudden it's sukkah. The truth is, a person is uh, a lot of a for sukkah. So I'm a little bit of, I have a little bit of an issue over here, because, you know, I want, I want it to be practical. I want to talk about, like, the Avaidah, what to think about when you go into the sukkah. What to think about when you shake with Vinesar, Kaishana, in there's like in this, there's a ton of stuff to talk about practically. In Sar all the practical Avaidas come from like the Maqshav, the panemius of what's going on in Sukkot So what I'm gonna to try to do in this short amount of time is to do both. So we'll talk about what the your Sukkot is and then some practical Avaidas that come out of it to try to connect to it. Because again, it's a kalal that I've mentioned many times, Avaidas Hashem is really just uh, about, you know, lining yourself up with what's going on in Shemaim and making yourself a cleat to uh, to connect to that. So you have to understand what's going on in Shemaim in what's happening in the Nefesh, and then we could uh, relate to it. Okay, so let's begin like this. <clears throat> we know it's, uh, there is Shemim talk about this, why Sukkis is is now. Why Sukkis is now. We know the Pasuk says that the Tachat of the Inan of Sukkis is and everyone should remember. says, that when B'nai Shem took us out of Mitzrayim, he protected us in anana yakovet. All right, so everyone's the Rosh ask. So let it be by Pesach time. You should go from Pesach into Sukkis. Why now? Okay. So there's, uh, there's different answers. The tour famously says, "Because if it was by Pesach time, you know, it's it's very comfortable outside then, so it wouldn't be nicker that it's in Eis." Right, there's a grove. The going says that the reason why Pesach, uh, why Sukkis, is now. Is because it's a it's a of Yom Kippur. How so? So the guy makes a cheshbon that when Kli Yisrael sinned with the Chayta Egel, so the Ananiya covid were nostalgic, right? The the the, the, the Kavit left, but by Yom Kippur, when we had a kapara for the Chayta Egel, so then there Rebbeinu Shlom said slachti That was Yom Kippur, and the guy makes a cheshbon that a few days later, which is mamish and uh, Sukkis, the Ananiya covid came back. So the guy says that again, the Yisoid of Sukkis is not the first Ananiya covid that we got it's the return of the Anayi Kavid after the Kapara of the Chet Now, which means, that we think about it, that means the guide is drawing a parallel that the site of Sukkot, really what Sukkot is, the return of the Anayi Kavid means the completion of the Kapara of the Chet So the Kapara of the Chet Egel, Hashem said Tzlach, and Yom Kippur, the Gemara of the Kapara took place on Sukkot with the return of the Anayi covet. And so, in other words, in a broader sense, that means that Sukkis is somehow related to being mevatel and to be mechaper for Avadizar. That's what it is. So the Iker, you know, again, what it seems is that there's like sort of two stages in, in, in being mechaper for Avadizar and being mesak in Avadizar. You have Yom kip which is like the actual chayt itself, But then there's something, there seems to be something missing, something that still needs tikkun, and the Gemara Tikkun takes place on sukkas. Now, this connection, by the way, between Sukkus and a Tikkun of Avadizara and getting rid of Avadizara, the truth is it's Kemadam of Gemara. The Pasuk says in Nechemya, in talking about when Klaesol came back to the second base of Migdash. <coughs> so it says in Pasuk, but yeah, just a quote. It says in Pasuk, when Klaesol came back from Golos, so they made, uh, made Sukkus, it was the Antav of Sukkus, the Yeishav of Sukkus. And The pasuk "Ki lo'asu Yeshua Kain b'nei Yisrael Yomizah." that from the time of Yeshua Benun, there was never Yom Tov of Sukkot. Klai So didn't keep Sukkot until this time, where when we came back from er, uh, you know from Bavel to rebuild the second base. English now we are finally at the Yom Tov of Sukkot. So Gemara in Eirechin, Daf and Mebeis, asked the question, "Afsher ba'David lo'asu How's it possible David and Melch didn't make a sukkah? It's funny the Gemara asked like with David and Yeshua Benun, all the the Shleifdim Eli Hakayin I, clearly there's a connection between David and David, Sukis is a connection between David and Sukkas. So David didn't make a sukkah. So therefore says the Gemara no no no. It means Ella it's, it's the pasuk is referencing a completely different Indian. The Gemara says the al yeter david The Gemara says that when Khaisel came back to re- rebuild the second base of Migdash, besides the building of the second base of Migdash, they were also mavat ledavin to uproot the etz Zara. The Agins xusei leki sukah. And the s'chus of and, and not, not having that, that yetzar anymore, it was such a s'chus for call Yisrael, it protected them like a sukkah. So it says that they, didn't have, they never had a sukkah like this. It means it's a reference to the destruction of Avadizar. So do, you see a connection between sukkahs and, and obliterating the yitzar of Avadizar. So what exactly, what does that mean exactly? The truth is, just along these same lines, just another, sort of, uh, to weave a little bit more into that connection between Sukkot and getting rid of Avodah So we know that uh, the Goyen and many others also say this, that the, 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 the fact that they got rid of Avodah with the second of HaMikdash at that time, when they rebuilt the second Beis HaMikdash, it also came at the same moment in Jewish history where nevuah ended and Tarash Balpeh became the Iker focus. Chach Tarash Balpeh. Now it's interesting, because of that, we talk of find a very strong connection between Sukkis and Tarsh What do I mean? So we know that within, within Tarsh Balpeh, you know, this is an Arichas, I don't have time for this, but within Tarsh Balpeh, the one, the one section of tar which is like real Tarsh Balpeh is Allah.? HaMesh right? Because Allah HaMesh Misinai's what? Halachas that have no, there's, there's no Makkar at all in Chumash. Like Drosheth at Chazal make, you could eventually find a rem as a, a shayrish in, in, in Tanakh. Halach what makes something Halach is that it has no makar at all. It's completely Baal Peh. It's completely Baal Peh. And what's interesting is, is that there's a ton of Halach in Hilcha A ton of Halach Not only are there many Halach but the truth is the Halach regarding Hilchasukkah, the Rishonim already say, are are fundamental in terms of telling you about all halachal mishmissinahs. Example, the, the, the halachal mishmissinah, the Pasuk says you should build a Sukh, which is a four walls, right? So, or three walls. So the Gemara says we have halachal Sinai telling you that, although you might think, initially you would think three, three walls based on sukkim. So the Gemara says we have halachal to telling you, no, 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 that, uh, that all you need is two, and the third wall could be even a tefach. So the halach comes to be mekel, comes to be lenient, to take, you, take away one of the walls. You don't need full three, two and a little bit is good enough. That's Allah halach Now the Rush says, the a Rush in Baba Kama, again it's complicated, but the Rush in Baba Kama is talking about a particular halach of tsriris. okay, a certain case of damages, an animal damages something, and, it's un- and we know that it pays chatzinezik, half of the damage, So there's a question in the Gemara, and there was a halach HaMesh at play over there. So, the question of the Gemara is: without the Lacha did we think that you were completely putter and the Lacha Mashmisina is coming to be machmer, that you pay half, or the opposite? Really, you should pay the whole thing and the Lacha Mashmisina comes to be makel. So, the Rosh says, that we paskin, that no, 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 the Halacha Mashmisina, really, you should pay the whole thing and the Lacha came to be lenient. Why? How did the Gemara know that? Kedarmina gabisukah says the rush because since the halachal by sukkah takes away one of the walls, it makes it lenient. So that so therefore it, 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 that tells you a claw in all halachal of maishvisinas that generally speaking, if you're not sure, halachal of maishvisina comes to be lenient as we see by sukkah. So you see from this rush an interesting thing that halachal of maishvisinas by sukkah is the that's the, that's the, uh, the essence of all halacha of maishvisinas. <coughs> So, again, this is the interesting phenomenon over here. That again, we have this connection between sukkahs and getting rid of Avedezara, the return of the Nanya which is the Gemara of the Kapara for the Egel. You have Kla Yisrael destroying Yetzar Avedezara, which the Gemara compares it to the protection of a sukkah. And you have sukkah being connected with Tarsh Baal Misinais, which is exactly. And, and, and it was in the era of Tarsh Balpeh that Avadizar became obliterated as well. So yeah, have all this. So again, this, this is the question, number one, what's the connection between Sukkis and getting rid of Avadizar? Okay. Number two, there's the Gemara in Avadizar. The Gemara in Avadizar tells us a, f- a phenomenal thing that L'aset L'avai, before Tchir Samesim, or whatever this is going to be, the Rabbin was going to decide whether Klai Yisrael is worthy and you know, he's about to you know, give reward for Klai Yisrael. I think Marissa is a famous mice said, the Umasa are going to come to Rabbanu and say, you know, give us a, sec- a whole arichas, you know, we also deserve reward, we built roads uh, for Yidin. None of their time is work, until finally the say to Rabbanu Olam, you know what, Mosque, we don't deserve anything, we were terrible, but give, another- give us another shot. So the says, you know, it doesn't make any sense, it's against the rules, but fine, you're asking nicely, I'll give you another shot. He says, Mitzvah Kawa I have a, a very, very clean, uh, easy Mitzvah to do, and let's see if you can do it. And if you can do it, then fine, you'll get schar. What's the Mitzvah Kawa? Sukkah. So Gmar says, uh, uh, he says, Let's see if you can do it. So the Gemara says, All well, the Gayim are going to build Sukkahs, and the are Shalom, the Gemara says, is going to take the sun out of its uh, cover. It's going to be extremely hot, and all the Gayim, are, you know, they're going to leave their Sukkah. And they're not going to be able to make a kind the of Mitzvah. So, Gemara, what do mean? Mitzvah put in a Sukkah. You don't have to sit in a Sukkah if it's extremely hot. The Gemara says no, because they're going to leave the sukkah and they're going to kick it. So it says, You're pater from the sukkah, but, but you don't kick the sukkah. When you didn't leave the sukkah because they have to, rain or heat, whatever it is, you don't kick the sukkah. That's the Gemara. And that's going to be the, the Gemara, that's going to be the of Patish, and the victory of Knesset Yisrael over the Umasailam is the Mitzvah Sukkah. So, a couple of things. First of all, we do find this, again, Vaiter, another theme, that when you talk about the victory of Kla Yisrael over the Umasailam or or over uh, any attack, sukkah is always in play. So first of all, Lassad Lavi, Yisrael are sort of, uh, uh, to clarify, you know, our victory over the Masaylam comes with the Mitzvah sukkah, their inability to make it properly, they kick it. Also we find, every single year, the Gizara, the Mezrush says, the Rosh already brings it down, that Rosh Hashanah and Kippur were going to war against the, S- the Sidrach against the Saden, right? And, the, it says the Medrash, and I don't know who is victorious. So, come sukkah, when you sit in a sukkah and you have Dalad Minim, no, didon notzach. It's a simon that you, that you won the war. So, right, do you see that victory of Klai Yisrael, who is connected with sukkah? Also, you find the first, quote unquote between a Yid and a guy, which is Yaakov and Esav. So, after the confrontation with Yaakov and Esav, and the victory of Yaakov over Esav. So, it says in Pasuk that Yaakov Inu came to Eretz Yisrael, and he went to a place and he settled down. And for his cattle, he made Sukkos. And he called the name of the place Sukkus. So you see Vaiter, that the, rea- the Yaakovinu's reaction to, to, to conquering ya- Esav, to overcoming Esav, was Sukkis. <coughs> so how do make sense of that? Vaiter, what, is, what, is uh, what, what, what does Sukkus have to do with our victory over the Umasayim? Also, Again, just a bunch of questions. Also, that final gemara, that gemara with, with that the guy kicked the sukkah and they leave, right? So, before you miss, it's like a funny, it's a funny statement. Hashem Yisbruch said, I'm going to test you with the mitzvah sukkah. The test wasn't the mitzvah sukkah, right? Because technically, they were not obligated in the mitzvah sukkah. The test was something completely different. Are you going to kick a sukkah? Are you going to be upset at the matzav? What is it? That's not the mitzvah sukkah. The, the Hashemis like almost said a lie. He said, "I'm going to test you. With the mitzvah. It, let's see if you could be m'kayim the mitzvah. If you can be m'kayim the so good. If not, not. There was no there was no ability for them to be m'kayim the mitzvah. That was not the test. The test was you're not being m'kayim the mitzvah. Let's see how you handle it. But it's not the mitzvah soka. So, so lesson the Gemara is a little bit funny thing. Like he, the Shalom uh is, not saying the accurate truth. Okay. <coughs> okay. So what, what's the Indian of What's the Indian of So it's like this. In the S'urak D'ashen we find that the Iker inyan that's happening on Sukkos, you name it, whether it be the sukkah, the Dalad Minim, hayshan, everything, Lagabi Gabi it boils down to one, one quality of the Nefesh, that all of Hashem and Sukkos is revahogim, which is the Midah of Das. You find this, for example, the Pasik says, you sit in a Sukkot, why? That you should know, that you sat in, in Sukkos, that you had a coveted as you left Mitzrayim. Das, when you shake luvin esrik, so many Siddurim, they have like a yiratzen before, a long yiratzen, a little kabbal shprach over there. So over there it says a loshin that when you shake luvin you're being mamshich das elyon. It's a need of das. Even shmini atzeres simchas Torah. How do we how do we introduce simchas Torah? Open the aron. What do we say? At HaRes LaDas, It's of das. You know, parenthetically, you know the the gemara says that shloisha tzvar machiv daita there are three things that give a person a harchavas adas, yishav adas, a settled mind. Whereas says three things: Dira no, having a nice house; kalem no, having nice uh, furniture and utensils in the house; and yisho no, having shalom bayis. So, the Sfarim say those three things correspond to sukkas. The Dira no is the sukkah, right? It's the diro no. Kalem no means a dalavinim, and yisho no is the niushim in yatzerusim where you dance, like a chasana, you're dancing with the tar like a chasana. That's why it's interesting. The the it's also brought down that Dira no noim Ishina equal big the word das bamilui. Notice if you take the word das, dalit, ayin tuf, and you spell out each letter, dalit is dal lama tuf, Ayin is ayin yudnun, right, and tuf is tuf yudvav. in other you were marchiv das, you expand the das, you felt you filled it you, you made it three dimensional, so to speak. You, you brought it out. That's bigamachia, dira na no kalem naim <laughs> so that's the union of that's the union of sukkah. that's what's going on with sukkah, the sukkah is the union of das so let's understand what exactly that means and what's of it. In, in particular when you go into the sukkah sheikh dalamina okay so it's like this I, I, I was thinking today of different angles to go about talking about this sukkah I didn't have a lot of time honestly so I just I you know the one safer I just uh, the first one I, I, I took to build the shir from happened to be from Ishbit so I guess that's gonna be the Avodah this year. That's uh, that's the way it's going to be. So it's not so posh it. It's not so posh it, but you have to be in a certain headspace. So I hope you're there. If not, then you know you can listen to it when you are, you know. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you have to have Chavos das. Okay, so it's like this. Mm-hmm. We know that 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 like w- let, let, let's be mocked in first. What what is Das? What what is Das? <coughs> so Roshani Kippur, just Baklaw. We talk about Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur transitioning into Sukkot. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we know is a time of Yira. It's a time of Yira. It's a time of fear. of says Hashem. That's what Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is about. And Sukkot, <coughs> Sukkot we know is a time of what? Not Yira Hashem. It's a time of a says What's the difference between Yira and Ahava? This is like this. Yira, I mentioned this many times, Yira comes from being in the presence of something that you don't understand. Being in the presence of something you don't understand, something bigger than you that you can't fully wrap your brain around. Now, if that thing that you're in front of is a threat, that means you're scared. If that thing that's in front of you is not a threat, then you're in awe. But that's what Yira is. Yira is that you're in front of something that's bigger and grander and just above your pay grade. You don't really truly comprehend it, like the, the cosmos, the face, the tzaddik, you name it. Now, obviously, when talking about Yiras Sashem, so it's not a fear of like recoiling because of a threat. Chassidus <laughs> is not a threat. Hashem, he beckons you to come close. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so he beckons you to come close. So it's not a threat in that way. So that's why it's Yir Hashimayim. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a fear of, a, of an anxiety and, and, and a nervousness like that. So that's what Yir is. What is Ahava? Ahava is the opposite. Ahava comes when you're, when you when you are relating to something that you do understand. That you do understand, and then there's a certain there's a certain draw, there's a certain like oh I get it, it makes sense to me, I appreciate it, I want to come close to it, I want to understand more, I want to engage in it more. It's um, instead of recoiling again, not in fear, but even in awe. It's a, you don't have. Let's put this <laughs> way, you know, from Chaim Vital they say a statement that from a distance, like you have, like a gadol adar is usually greater from a distance, right? The more, the closer you are to the person, the more. The more uh, normal they are, the more that you realize that they're just regular, you know, regular people. They're more like down-to-earth people. So there's a certain awe that maybe goes away the closer you are to your rebbe, right? But at the same time, as you get closer, the more relatable, I guess, or the more you understand of your rebbe, the more ahava is built. So this quality, let's let's go back. So this quality of being able to fully understand something, of being able to process it, to make it a part of your existence, of like really knowing something properly, not. Not experiencing something that's bigger than you and grander than you that's above your head, but to be able to be koilat, to really process something, that's called das. Das means to be makashi yourself deeply to an idea, to makasha yourself to another human being, also adam that's also called das. Das means any level of fully integrating something. Fully integrating something. Like there's certain, there certain, there certain information that we know intellectually, but doesn't necessarily become a part of our emotional makeup or or you know like sometimes let's say you learn something and the first time you learn it it's sort of like hovering it's not fully you didn't really grasp it yet and then like you it you think about it more you let, it, you let time you know to settle that's called das that's called das why does das, das is Hebrew why does the Hebrew have to come with a this, with this sense of lack of or of full understanding because the, the, that's a result because you're not in awe of yourself the more something is a part of you, then automatically you're not in awe of that in, to, to, a certain, to, to, a, to a degree, because it's, it's now a part of you. We'll be marach in this in a moment. <coughs> so, the Avayt of Sukkis is like this. In a nutshell, the Avayt of Sukkis is, and this is where we're going to be go through some of the details, the Avayt of Sukkis is that through our shanim Kippur, Hashem Melech, Hashem is a king. It was unbelievable. But I don't really know who that king was. I was in awe of that king and there was a certain experience of you neroyim know, and just like an overwhelming, just an overwhelming time that sort of washed over you. The avoid of Sukkis is to take that king that you've established over your life and to be able to, to get to a point of where you know him. Where the Rabbani Shalom becomes becomes something personal to you. Where the Rebbeinu becomes something that's real, it's tangible, that's that's that, that, that that's that's comfortable. That you, you have a, even a personal relationship with, even even an understanding the Rebbeinu and how he runs your runs your life. To have das all, Let's put it this way: all levels of understanding the Rebbeinu and how he runs your life, intellectually or emotional understanding of the Rebbeinu being at peace with how the Rebbeinu is running your life. All that, through the course of the year, is rooted in Sukkot. So Sukkot is again; it's not it's it's taking that king and everything that comes with having a king, the, the 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 wisdom of the king, the the influence of the king, all that stuff. And instead of just being in awe of it from a distance, so to speak, Sukkot gives you the ability to process that and to make the king a part of your life, both intellectually to understand the Rabban Shalom and his Tyra and his you know everything he's doing in your life, and to become emotionally. Uh, uh, to, to process it emotionally as well, to become, to be, it's, again, it's hard to find the words, but to become a yid who knows the Rebbeinu that the Rebbeinu is not this idea out there that you're in awe of. The Rebbeinu was with you in your back pocket, that you, you you live with him, you know him, you know him. That's the meat of das. For example, there, the, have a, yeah, have a relationship, to have a relationship, but in a, in a, in a, in in connection. A, in a, very very, awe is also relationship. All those relationships. But it means to have, to have a, a, a deep Hizkashras, to, to fully integrate the mitziyas of the Rabbani into your existence. Intellectually, emotionally, to fully, to fully integrate it. Now let me, let me explain. Let me explain. <coughs> the Rabbani Shalom, you know, Torah is divided into two parts. You have mitzvah essay and mitzvah essay, right? So Nishmets, they give the following way of defining these two categories. It's a very interesting way. So the mitzvah sasei in nishbitz means those are moments of where you are relating to a hanhaga, where the Rav was running your life in a way that you can make sense of. In other words, you come in contact with a certain item, oh, I know what to do with this. It's a parent's villain, I know what to do, I put it on, Ah. Oh. That represents a a certain Hanhaga, a certain mode of relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom, where the Rabbanu Shalom is explaining himself to you. Like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. You get it. You know what to do. Put a tefillin on and you wrap it. Mitzvahs, I say, represent any arena in life where the Rabbanu Shalom is dealing with you in a way that you could understand. Whether it could be an intellectual understanding, you know, something happens and you just know, yeah, that happened exactly because, uh, you know, like... like, uh, I got any of these classic hashgacha stories. You know, what I'm saying like, the guy missed the flight, and then the should explain it. And the reason why he missed the flight—it became very clear immediately how it happened. That's a mitzvah seidik moment. That's the ravonishlam running your life and interacting with you in a way that makes sense to you. That's mitzvah seidik. And again, that's why the reason why it's called a mitzvah in moment is because what's a mitzvah? A mitzvah is you're now interacting. You're now in this scenario, and you know what to do. You know how. You know how this piece of wor- of the world namely a peritfillin or a mezuzah, whatever it is, you know how this piece of the world fits in the mosaic of, of the Rabbani Lom's world. You know how it fits. It's we supposed have, to, it's, you're, supposed, you're supposed to put it on. We, really have no, we don't really know what we're going we're gonna to see. One second, we're going to get We're going to have that. Now that's called a Mrs. Hessei. What's a Mrs. Lois Mrs. Lois essay is now you come in contact with a, with a shrimp, right? With a piece of pork. And th- this piece of pork is part of the world. But I don't know what to do with it. Adrab the Rabbani Shlom said, stay away from it. It's above your pay grade. It's above your pay grade. There's something happening over here. Why this piece of pork exists? It's not something you could fully understand. say means coming in contact with a hanhaga with a, a with a with a mode of operation that Rabbi is handling your life with at that time, which is something that you don't understand. It puts it brings. We don't feel this whenever you're like you know tempted with a say, but in a deep way, it brings into question. Everything that you thought you did understand, because all of a sudden, when you get those moments, so let's, let me let, let me explain. When you're a little kid, so your moon is based on those like the stories, you know what I'm saying? And then, like God makes sense to you. But at some point, there is a transition because at some point, you then experience a time where you missed a flight, and the flight didn't crash. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there is no explanation for why that happened. And then, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, at that moment. Whether you consciously realize it or not, something clicks in the brain which says, one second, the God that I thought I understood, I don't really understand, which now makes me think about all the things that I thought I understood, maybe it was just my interpretation of something that was really above my pay grade. And then you go deeper and you think to yourself, well, one second, if the Rabbana Shalom is above my pay grade and he created me, maybe my very... The very system in which I'm, that I'm using to figure God out is itself a construct of God. <laughs> it's itself something He created. We apply logic to how the Rebbeinu Shlomo uh, runs the world. Well, logic itself is a creation from the Rebbeinu law. Like, you begin to think to yourself, "Well, I, what, what do I have already? Like, what what visa, what grasp on life do I have at all?" Those Leisa are very difficult. Those are those are difficult moments because. You have to be willing at that moment to let go of all your assumptions about what you understood and about what you understood about God and about what you even understood about your system of, of trying to figure God out. This, let's understand, this is the, this is the difference between Kedush HaSistro and the Umm See, it's interesting. We have Tariq Mitzvahs. We have assays and Lois Asseis. Goyim don't have Tariq Mitzvahs. So the Raman Paskans, for example, that if a guy wants to put on tefillin, he wants to be Makhaiman asay, he can. It's ena mitzvah vayseh, he'll get some s'char. But is it possible for a guy to do a laseh, say? asay, to, to, to not do an Aveira. If a guy says, I'm not eating chaser, does he get any s'char for that? The Rukhari say, no. Because technically speaking, the only reason you get s'char is because chaser is aser, and you're staying away from it. Well, chaser is not aser for a guy. So halakhically speaking, a guy could only do assays, and he can't do a li- he can't be makayim amidst his lice <laughs> That's a different category. Shavim Zvinach is a different category. No, there's lice there, but I'm saying well, it's a different category. That's a different discussion. Raoul talks about that. That's more f- maintaining function in a civilized society. We're talking about on a bigger onion, connecting themselves to an Hashem on a much deeper level. With entire mitzvahs, they can only possibly voluntarily do assays. They can't voluntarily keep lice the oimic of this is, in Ishbitz, the oimic of this is, is that a guy, this, this is a, such a subtle point, is that a guy is willing to serve a God as long as that God makes sense to them. Because Kiddusha, Because it takes a tremendous amount of self-sacrifice to be willing to let go of your own, of, 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 even, of even the intellectual and emotional tools that you're using to make life make sense. Kedush, let's put it this way, Kedush HaS Yisrael is, what is the holiness of a Jew? The holiness of a Jew is a willingness to be able to say, I don't understand anything. Not only do I not understand anything, even my ability to, the, 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 the system that my brain uses to figure things out is itself uh, not mine. It's itself not mine. It's itself created by the Rabbani Shalom, put in my brain, so what do I have already? That's Lois Essays. This is why, by the way, in the it's brought down that when a person avoids a loisase, it's more chashav than an asay. i to throw a gemachi out at you. It says in pasuk, <coughs> it says in pasuk, "Meishavenu was told by Hashem, oylam, v'zeshich le that I have a name which is hidden, But this is my name that you could that you could mention that you could make sense of. So the it's brought down like this. That the name Yudke Vavke, which is the main name of Hashem, has two parts to it. Yudke, that's high, hidden. That's Zeshmi La'ilam, that's the hidden name of Hashem. And Vavke, that's the lower part. Yismuch HaShemayim Esagil Aretz. Vavke corresponds to Zeshmi La'ilam. So it's brought down this form that if you take the word Shmi, Zeshmi La'ilam, with Yudke, it equals Begmatria 365, which is a number of essays. But if you take Zikri with Vavke, it's 248, which is positive mitzvahs. So you see, when it comes to assays, positive mitzvahs, that's a that's that's vavke, that's, that's a relatable, the Rabbanu Shalom. That's making sense of him. That's, you, you, you interacted with a, with a piece of the world, and you know exactly where it fits. This is a piece of the world that's called uh, mezuzah. I know where it goes, right there. But now when you're talking about a say. I'm now confronted with uh, shantaniz, which is also part of the world, but I don't know where it goes. I'm not even supposed to know. That means you're connecting to something much higher. That's called Zeshmi L'Oilam, that's Yudkev, it's a much higher place. So, now Ishbitz explains... Yeah? doing same So that's where we're going to get to Sukkot in a second. You'll see. You'll see, because Sukkot is the bridge. We'll see. So it's like this. Now the Sorms say, Ishbitz, it explains like this is that what's unique. Yeah, let me try to find the right ways to say this. In Yisbet's, uh, it's explained that, uh, let's wait, until now, so it sounds like very uh, like very unsettling. It's very unsettling, right? Because mm-hmm. like, it means, okay, I do essays, and that means I'm making sense of things, but really I'm not, like you know, when I hit a lysis, it means that I don't know anything. I don't even know nothing made sense. So initially it's explained like this. That's okay. Because the tahizabriyah is not for us to connect to a God that fits into our place. The tahizabriya is for us to connect to a God that's actually bigger than us and more profound than us. All of this Hashem in revolves around this truth, which is all we're doing is to try to make ourselves able to experience something bigger. Something bigger and something grander, something deeper. The mashallah that's given in Ijbitz is like this, uh, I, I probably mentioned this uh, before, that there was a, a person, he's getting older, he has a huge empire, huge business, and he has an only son. And he uh, tells his son, listen, this business I built from scratch, it took me, it took me 50 years to build this up. You couldn't do it. I know, I know, you know, I love you, but you, you couldn't build such a business, but I'm giving it to you. You're my only son, for sure. But here's the problem. If I give it to you, Stam, and I have a thousand employees that have worked for me loyally, they're going to have kindness. More than that, even you yourself, you're not really going to appreciate the business. You're not going to feel like it's yours. So the father says, do, so do me a favor. Go to the mail room, work your way up, but I promise you the business is coming to you. So Nishmasis explains like this. The tachlis, if even mitzvahs say, is not to... The tachlis is, we're, we're, we're talking from the word, you, know, you do mitzvahs, you get schar. The schar of a mitzvah, the tachlis is not to get the schar that you produced from your mitzvah. Because if you produced dveikus with your mitzvah, that yeah. means it's limited to whatever, to, to you. That's not the point. The point is that you want to attach yourself to a God that's bigger than you. You want to attach yourself to the God of loisahs, and the way to do that is, 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 to, is to be willing to go through this process of, 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 of taking, of, of being mavatal yourself, of, of sort of allowing yourself to realize that the business that's coming to me, the oilam haba, the dvekas, the attachment of the that's coming to me, is bigger than me. And I don't want a God that's mine. I don't want a God that I made. I want a God that made me. And the avodas Hashem is about what? The avodas Hashem is about doing things to allow yourself to experience and to connect to a God that's bigger than you. And this is why Yiddishkeit has essays and Lois essays. Because it's a constant tug of war between creating within yourself an ability to understand, but also constantly reminding yourself that what I'm understanding, what I'm connecting to is bigger than me. And that's the point. The point is that, that I'm being swallowed up, I'm being taken for a ride by by their punishment that's bigger than me, and, I'm a, and, and my ability to experience it is because I've put in effort with essays. You follow this? In other words, just like in this kid, the, 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 the business that's coming to him is bigger than him. And, and, and this kid needs to work on these two strategies. He has to work his way through the mailroom. He has to, step by step, understand the business to the best of his ability, but also realizing that this business is bigger than him and he couldn't have done this on his own. And so Yiddishkeit is built on these two sides, which is do things to try to understand, but every single time always realize that what you're understanding is bigger than you. And even your ability to understand is also a creation from the Rabbani It's also Matana. It's the Rabbani that's giving you the gift of trying to understand Him. And you have to be willing to allow that truth to sink in. And it's, it's humbling. It's humbling to, to realize that everything you understand and, and the God that you're working on becoming attached to is bigger than you and your ability to become attached to him was, was itself given to you by him. This is the mitzvah sukkah. What is the mitzvah of sukkah? So, it, again, the yontav of the sukkah is, is about das. Again, and so now we have this discussion. So what does das mean? Das means to fully understand the Rabbani But again, here's the nakuda. What you want is not to understand a, your God. You want to understand God, not your God. Which means that you need, therefore, two things. You need, on the one hand, an avayda to try to understand, to try to make, make yourself being able to intellectually and emotionally and physically process and integrate a God-consciousness, so to speak, to live with the Rabbani like a personal relationship in that way, but always remembering that that ability itself is given to you by the that's bigger than you. This is the Mitzvah sukkah. What's Sukkah? Sukkah means say Mediris Arai, Tseh Keva, The Mediris uh, Arai. It means go out of your permanent dwelling and go into a, a temporary dwelling. What's the site of that? The Oymik of a Sukkah means is that when I'm in my house, I'm good. You're not, when you're at home, you're being protected from the winds and the weather, just like in the Sukkah, right? But the difference is is that in your house, you're so well protected, you don't even know what you're being protected from. You're not conscious of the fact that you're being protected. Are we conscious right now that we're being protected from the winds? It's not, it doesn't even enter the radar. Because it's so kavua. A house means, I understand. A house means, I have a, logic is that two plus two is four. That's the mitzias. That's the mitzis. A house means things make sense. A house means, there are things that I understand. Finished. What does it mean, a sukkah? A sukkah means, you don't understand anything. Dearest arai. It means it's temporary. Uh, Sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm there. I don't understand. It, it's going into the sukkah means like this. It means actively being willing to embrace not understanding. It's it takes away. So it's it's, it's 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 like this. It takes away your preconceived notions of your understanding of yourself, and that's what is necessary to prepare you to fully understand not your God but God Himself. God Himself. And to understand the Rabbana Shalom, that's what the meaning. The, the, the Luv and Esrig is bringing down within you a das. It's bringing down within you uh, an ability to fully understand the Rabbana Shalom and how he runs your life, to be emotionally satisfied with how he runs your life, to be able to understand him, to have a deep, uh, intimate relationship with him throughout the course of the year. But all of that is predicated on this thing. Make sure that the God that you're integrating within yourself is not defined based on your own preconceived notions of what God should be. Go into a sukkah first. Go into a sukkah first. This is why the Dalaminim is in the morning and the mitzvah sukkah is, is, is the kirchiv is the first night. It's before. According to Arizal, it's such a union of, of, of doing the nanuim of taking an veneserik in the sukkah. So much so that you know, there's different hagem either to wake up early before shul and to do it in the sukkah at home or if there's a shul, if there's a sukkah in the shul to do it before hal or whatever, the idea of, of shaking with in the sukkah. Why? Because when you have the sukkah with the Dalaminim, now you have a full system of how das can be integrated. You have a sukkah which says you don't understand anything, and I'm willing to take that plunge. I'm willing to take that plunge. Eloisa El- say means I've 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 hit that I've, I've I've unintentionally bumped into those moments where I don't understand anything. A sukkah means I am willing to go into those moments. That's a much that's a much bigger avoda. That's what sukkah means. My, I'm willing to go into. It. That's why even in halacha, it's a big. It's it's one of the ikar lamedes of of mesechah sukkah revolves around this nakuda. Is that one of the essential differences between a house in halacha a bias and a, a bias and a sukkah in halacha is that a bias is primarily defined based on the karka that's under your feet. That's really the the, the shame bias is defined based on the fact that you have real estate under you. Happens to be. If there's real estate under me, I don't want to be bombarded, I don't want to be constantly rained on and, and hit with wind. So may I build walls and I have a roof. But the ikrashem bias is the karka that's under your feet. That's not so with a sukkah. The definition of a sukkah is that sail is the schach. No, if I have schach on top of me, well, how's it gonna stay up? So I need to build walls. Where am I I'm gonna be floating in air? So I have to have karka. But the ikrashem sukkah is the is the schach that's above you. Because that's the difference. A bias means this is where I am. I'm coming. This is this is my tfisa, I have my understanding. This is this is it. A means to be, to be connected from above. That you, you don't have you don't have karka underneath you. The very fact that you think you have karka is a preconceived a notion that the rebbeinu planted planted in your brain. It's all it's all from the rebbeinu So what? And and a sukkah means to be willing to accept that. That's it's, it's a it's it's a level of mysterious nefesh. You it's the yud right, the yud-ke. right, 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 exactly. So the Dalad Minim would be, would be the vav in this context, and the sukkah would be the yud and that's the, the Shem Sholem. In the Zohar it says such a thing, that sukkah the Dalad Minim, is the Shem Sholem, that would be the site of the Sinya. This is why even in Halacha, the sale sukkah, it's not the Peshach, when you sit in a sukkah. so there's a schach and you're sitting under the shade. In, 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 again, in, there's a lot of Lamdis with this, but the, the, in lumdis, there's many rias this, that we don't see shade as like, okay, just a secondary thing. A shade means that you're sitting in the schach. The, the, the shade is an extension of the schach itself. It's as if you are literally sitting within bamboo. That's how we look at it. And It, it relates to the Anani covet, right? Because what's the Anani HaKavid? The schach is connected to the Anani HaKavid. Well, the Anani covid enveloped Kla completely. It wasn't just a, a cloud over them. They were, it surrounded them from all sides. They were completely enveloped in that. The whole thing of a sukkah is that you're enveloped, you're not standing on ground with something above you, are completely enveloped in that which is above you. This is, let's go back to the Gemara of Right, that's what the Gemara says, that he's going to take the Chama out of the thing and, 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 and test them with sukkah. So let's go back to that Gemara. So we want the litmus test to define kedusha HaS versus U'ma S'aylam. What is that? So Hashem says, mitzvakala sukkah. And what, is, what does Hashem do? He puts them in a matziv of where they're putter from a sukkah. Let's put yourself put yourself in their in their in their shoes for a second. Their entire eternity is hanging in the balance. And the, and with after back and forth with Rubanishlam, the, the whole dialogue, finally he was masking to give them a a, a a final shot. And what happens? The then he then he makes his putter from a sukkah. What happened at that moment is that all of a sudden the Rubani till now made sense. It made sense. Oh, yeah, we, we made a cheshvan, and the Rebbeinu said, "Fine, you want another? Sh- here's another shot." And then all of a sudden, he makes the sun hot, and now we're mitzvah, we're putter from a sukkah, and the Rebbeinu was ba- backing out. He's now changing the hanoga on us. I thought we had. A sh- I thought we have an opportunity. Now we don't, and that itself is the Nisan of sukkah. So he asked the question, what do you mean? It's not a sukkah. They're, they're, not, they're, they're being tested with something else. No, no, no. That is the oimik as The oimik of sukkah is how do you handle those moments of transition from going from a God that you know to a God that you don't know? Do you kick the sukkah or do you embrace it? That's the side of Kiddush as And if you have that side, if you have a sukkah, then you can shake the aluminium and you can get ulum haba. Again, that's the do- doorway. The entrance into ulum haba is the Mitzvah sukkah because that's what allows you to fully understand the shalom as he is, not as you are. Let's go back. This is also why the connection is made between sukkah and of avadizar. Let's understand. What's avadizar? Well, avadizar is on two levels. There's like gross avadizar, which is like literally bowing down to a golden calf. Yom Kippur takes care of that. But then there's a much more subtle avadizar, which is, I believe in God, but I believe in a God that's on my terms. I believe in a God that makes sense to me. And I'm not willing to sacrifice and to let go of that God. That's a more subtle avadizar, that sukkah is Mavatal. Because sukkas means to let go of not just an idol, it means to let go of the of of, of the Rabbanish label, but a Rabbanish that makes sense to me, and, my, and I'm willing to let go of that. This is why you know, for, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Rabbi Nachman's yard side is on sukkas. The only Rabbi Nachman is Tamimis and pshitas. It's very and, and it's the same yard side as the Gain, right? The Gain, which is all about understanding and tyrant. And that that integration. That's the sukkah and the dal meaning. the, 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 the so when you go into a sukkah, what's the avoider? When you go into a sukkah, the is I don't know anything. And I'm okay with that. I'm completely fine with just being an Adiris Arai. Pashat. This is why sukkah is part of the sukkah, is such an onion of achtas, right? Call room Ruhm, of sukkah, well, you didn't consider one sukkah, all of a sudden you have a huge mansion, you go into a little hut, and everyone's the same. What's the uh, where's the side of that? Where's the root of that achdus? That root of the is is because what makes one person different than the other is their understanding, is their preconceived notions, their perspective. Sukkah means I don't have any perspective. My perspective is, is was is is itself a, a construct of the rabbinical. I don't have anything. When you take that away, everyone's the same. It's Briyas Balma, It's all just creations from the rabbinical. Sukkah is the unified. This is also why on Sukkahs, <coughs> there's the ushpizin. What's ushpizin? Shpizen is a phenomenal thing. Shpizen are, <coughs> are 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 tzaddikim that have become more than just human. These are tzaddikim that meet that are somehow they're merkava. They are themselves a chariot for the Rebbeinu Shalom that's bigger than them. That's the sight of Silkis. The site of sulkis is being a human being is is receiving an empire that's bigger than you is yaroshning that empire. Avram Avinu. Avraham Avinu through his Avaidah didn't just get Olam Haba that fits to an Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu through his Avaidah Hashem, became a Merkava to Chesed of Atzilus. What does that mean? I don't know, but it's definitely bigger than anything Avraham Avinu could have produced. Because Avraham Avinu was willing to go into a sukkah. And Avraham Avinu was willing to be Mavatul himself completely, happily. And because of that, through his Avaida, he becomes part of something that's much bigger than him. That's what the Ushbizan are. And every single year, when you go into a sukkah with the shpies, and that's what you're trying to do, I'm mavatal myself. So sukkah that avoid is same as keva veshabiradir sarai. You mavat this is also why tarshbal Peh Let's go back. Halacha meish right? Halacha meish misina doesn't have, it doesn't have karka. You understand? It doesn't have chumish to be connected to. It's completely floating in air. It's a diras sarai, It's a sukkah that. It doesn't. It's not root, It's not defined on carpet. It's defined based on the, the roof above it. You follow? It's not. It's not a. It doesn't have a root like that. This is why Tarsh Valpeh, compared to Tarshv'chsav, for example, it, it there's a. You have to be flexible and you have to be willing to put your assumptions to the side, because for example, Tarshv'chsav, there's only one right answer. You know what I'm saying? The puzzle says what it says. Finished. But Teresh Balpeh, all of a sudden, every time that we're little children, we're, in, we're used to this idea, and if you think about it, it doesn't make any sense, which is, Eil Ve'el De'elukim chayim. Bishami says it's kosher, Bisham Baisil says it's uh, Tami, it's whatever. They're both right. Oh, we happen to pass like Baisil. We're so used to saying that. What is that? What does that mean? The answer is, I don't know. But it tells you something. It tells you that your very assumption of logic, of, of either it's this or it's that, is itself a construct. Is itself given to you by the Rabbani and Mehei it's essentially... It could be it could be cheiler to look him high. No, doesn't reflect that. Right. right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's the that's the that's why it's interesting in halacha. See, it's amazing. Right. That's why it's interesting in I was talking to one of the guys earlier today about this. It's a, a sugi in halacha, but the, the even that we only make a bracha of leishiv a when you eat in the sukkah. That's the minute. <coughs> But the truth is, there is an inyan, there's a chumran sleeping in a sukkah over eating. eating, you could eat certain things out of a sukkah. A meal, you have to eat in a sukkah. Not a meal, it's a a piece of fish or an apple, whatever. Shahakal, you could eat out of a sukkah, technically. But when it comes to shina, even shina sarai is usher out of a sukkah. Again, if you sleep in sukkahs, and even shina sarai. Because maybe that's the I make of it. Because Sheen is really touching the essence of what Ava of Sukkah is. You can't sleep out of a Sukkah on Sukkah. Uh, that's what Sukkah is. Sukkah is means to sleep. means to mevata yourself completely. <coughs> this, is, this is the Indian of Tarish Valpeh. Again, that's a connection with Tarish Valpeh and this Indian of being mavatal of a desire with the kayich of Sukkah. This is also why, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. This is why, that's when Sukkah is Nisach HaMayim is shun Shayev Rucha Kaidash. The Ruach of Sukkot means that you're, can, you're drawing into yourself something more than you could have possibly produced. More than you could have possibly produced. On Rosh Hashanah Kippur, you're, 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 you're seeing something bigger than you. On Sukkot, you're bringing that bigger thing into your system, knowing that it's not something you could possibly have done. And so that's, that's Mayim was the Avayt of Sukkot. Mime is connected to Das. A, it says in Pasuk, when Mashiach comes, Hashem mayim mayim, in the Swarm, Mayim is very much connected with Das. Mayim, everything is rooted in Mayim, everything exists from Mayim. Mayim is, mayim is, uh, mayim is connected with this quality of Das, of being able to fully integrate something. For example, <laughs> right, even your ability to digest food. What happens, again, I'm not a doctor, but like, this is what it says in Swarm, I guess. When a person, if you eat without drinking enough, then the food just sits there. Your ability to really absorb, in your blood, to absorb nutrients, you need water to digest and to absorb. Water means your ability to process something, to integrate something in full. So here's halachalamais, so this is avvaydi. You go into the sukkah, tamimis and pshitis, I don't know anything, and I'm completely fine with that. And that's the simcha sukkahs, by the way. What's the simcha sukkahs? Yosef das, Yosef Machav, Right, the more you know, the more you uh, have problems. Right, yes, The das that creates machayvim is a that's a goyish das. That's like everything has to be in my terms, my understanding. Then it's like if things don't work out, then it's very frustrating. The simcha sukzvans zvansimcha means like I don't know anything, that's okay. Because whatever, I'm just a bria and That's fine with me, and then that's okay. And now, the now that you know that everything that you're going to possibly understand is bigger than you, now you could understand it. Now you could. Now when you when you then shake Esr, you're davening with every single every single direction. I, really, I don't have time for this, but every single direction is another me It's another personality trait, chesed through your side. It's another aspect of life, and you shake it three times, which is chachma, bin and das, and you're trying to really be able to bring Das into your system, and I should understand the Rabbanu Shlalem in moments of Chesed, I should understand the Rabbanu Shlalem on all levels, in moments of Gvura in moments of Tiferis. That's what the and Eserig is about. That's why, by the way, yeah, it's, uh, right, there's a lot to talk about. That's even the eserg which, which is, of all the Dalminim, it's the one that brings out the most beauty, in Chain. Right, so there's a certain Simcha, sensitive people feel Simcha Zyantiv when they just look at the eserg There's a certain Simcha Zyantiv that's poured out by looking at an Eserig. And Essek is unique. It has a pitham, right? It has a pitham. What's a pitum? A Pitham is a piece of wood, right? Which is really funny because it grows from wood. It's from a tree, but like the fruit doesn't shouldn't have a piece of wood on. It, it's a pitham is almost as if the tree is going through the fruit, right? It's almost it's almost as if the fruit is not just something that comes. The, the, the fruit is it, it, it's it, it's a way of getting to the tree. You follow that? It's 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 yarshning an empire that otherwise y- couldn't have produced by itself. That's the site of an esrog. All right, there's a lot of riches to this, but uh, that's the avoid of sukis. And even hayshanis. All right, a is also the name of Nanuim, but it's 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 a, okay. When, when you shake a little of an esrog, because this is a problem. I told you, it's a problem. Sukis, it's a problem. I, there's no there's no time to be made. Okay, when you shake lulvenestrig, that's bringing a rabbanu Shalom into your system. That, that's that, that that's it's called an arpnimi. It's an inner light. It's a it's it's, it's rabbanu Shalom. It's bigger than you, but you're becoming a part of that of that bigger empire in a way that's not overwhelming. We, we is, You know, you're going in a circle. It means that that you are now you're you're allowing yourself to experience the rabbanu Shalom in a way. That's, that you feel it's bigger than you. You feel there's something moving, there's something like, you know... Like, an example, like, like sometimes you have experiences in life, whether it be with tzaddikim or shir or davening, in Avadis Hashem, there's some experiences which like, fit into your comfort zone, and then there are moments where it's like, whoa, that was just beyond, and, those, and, those, and they pull, pull you upward. When you shake lovin esrig, you're davening, that I should be Zaycha throughout this coming year. Again, not a God that, not my God, the actual God, because that's what Sukkot did. That's what the Sukkot did. But the Al-minim is that the Rabbanu Shalom, as you are, I want to be able to experience you in a way that's comfortable. And then you go, Ishan, you're saying, Rabbanu Shalom, I want to experience you even in a way that's not so comfortable, but it compels me to grow vayat, to, to move upward, to go beyond my comfort zone. That's what the Void of Dal of, of is. That's the Simcha Sukkot. It's a big... Uh, it's a big time, it's a big time. Hashem we should be Zyka to embrace the, the moment and the, the opportunities and have that das and if we do it properly it'd be to be that time. Well